0: Hey, what it do, what the business is. This is another week of the books. I am Spike Lou. Flying solo this week, man. Going to try something new for the people. See how you guys like this. See how you like me flying solo with this. Going over a couple of things that I saw out there. Excuse me, sharing some input about me. You know, just where we are so far at this point in the year. A State of the Union, per se. Shout out my guy Rich for that, man. I put it in the group chat. Um, I put it in the group chat that I may try this solo. And that was the feedback my guy Rich gave me. Mo, on the other hand, he gave me some different feedback. Mo told me, he was like, man, you don't got nobody you can bring on. Like, it ain't one person. Spike Lou, out of all the people that you podcast with, you don't got one person who will join you for a Thursday on another week in the books while I'm out. Mo, I did not. I did not have one person. That kind of, shout out Mo, he's my brother, man. That kind of rubbed me in the way that you remember the last dance and they had Jordan and he said, man, and I took that personal. I kind of took that personal, man. I kind of took that personal in the sense that um, I could do this, Dolo, sometimes. I wouldn't want to do it all the time. The dynamic that Mo and I share on here is amazing. I, this is one of the best things that's happened to me in podcasting. Another week in the books and the response that you guys give me from this. And sometimes just the crazy competitive people like Jordan and Kobe and Those stories that you hear about people who are great at things—they have these little things in their mind that they 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 need or that they put there to make it feel like the people are doubting them, and they use that as fuel, as motivation. I'm one of those people, man. I'm definitely one of those people where you'll say something, I'll be like, "What?" Y'all know if I say it on here a lot of times, I'm an overthinker, so. I hear certain stuff and it's like, okay, I'll be your Huckleberry. Shout out, uh, Doc Holliday David Tombstone. No, I got school and Rich know what I'm talking about there. So that was part of the reason I had to go ahead and do it. When I got that text from Mo, like it was like, okay, now I got to do it though. <laughs> Since you're saying that I, that you don't think I should. And in my mind, I hear that you think I can't, I'm doing it now. Another one of those things was, um, my guy, Drew hit me up this week. And he asked me a great question that I'm still thinking about the answer to, so I brought it here. Like, bro, who who the fuck is Spike Lou? He wasn't saying that in no crazy way or anything like that. He was saying it in a sense of, because we were talking about brand building and what it takes to get from point A to B to C to eventually where you want to be and the questions that you need to answer like what people need to know about the brand and yourself. And he said, once you figure that out, once you can answer that question and relate that properly to people, then you're going to be in a lot better position to be where you want to be. So I've been thinking about that since he asked me that. We had a long conversation. We talked for about an hour after he asked me that just about different things, but that was part of it too. So over the next couple of weeks, days, months, for the rest of the year, that's one of the things that I will be working on very diligently, so people understand and that question doesn't have to be asked again growing up an only child being the type of person that I am, I've never really had to add answer who are you? I think people with siblings go through that you know you want to different differentiate yourself from your siblings and you want your own identity, but an only child. You never really pose with that question. A lot of those thoughts in your head, you probably have a clear understanding of who you are because you're with yourself so much. Like You don't have the brothers and sisters that overshadow you. You don't have the different things that are happening in a household with siblings where you question and have to poke your chest out and say, who are you? So that's why I had to give it so much thought when my guy Joe asked me that, because that's a very important question and one that I've never really had to address. I know when I first started podcasting and I came up with the name Spike Lou, it's an acronym for those that don't know who haven't followed On Deck for all these years. Seek power, information and knowledge everywhere. Seek power, information, knowledge everywhere. That was the acronym that I came up with to create the name Spike. Now I think I want to update power to presence, seek presence, information, knowledge everywhere. Both of them work. Both of them accurately detail who I am as a person. But that's the thing. That's the foundation. That's the pivot. So I want to display that even more. And I want that to speak through me in all of the things that I do Moving forward, that has to be more of a prevalent thing. So thank you, Joe. Thank you, Mo, for pushing me to do this solo one. Thank you, Rich, as well. It's important to have people around you that you know are supportive of you. And that's in any relationship that you're in. Like that's in friendships, that's in business ships, that's in your relationship with your significant other. One thing that I didn't have or that you don't know of is you want to be around people who are who are supportive of you and i think sometimes for us as black men, it's hard to do it's hard for us to say or tell someone else hey man you killed that you're doing amazing even sometimes to a delusional point even sometimes again They would have to see you doing the work. They can't just see you sitting on a couch and say, I want to be the greatest at this, and you're not trying to actively be that. An example that I would give is T.I., right? Like, T.I. started calling himself himself, the king of the South very early. Could you imagine if people in his crew that supported him, co-invested with him, If those people were like, hey, bro, you should relax on the King of the South stuff. You ain't really done as much as a Scarface or you ain't done as much as an outcast. or you ain't done as much as these other people who are very prominent from the South. You haven't done enough to be calling yourself King of the South. Could you imagine if someone tried to stop him in his tracks from saying that? He would think that they were a hater because look where he eventually took that. He was eventually recognized as that because he is the one that started saying it. So sometimes you got to support your people, even in delusion, especially if you see them doing the work. It's not a bad thing to tell a brother, hey, man, shit, you can do that. I think we get so safe or want to be so safe sometimes because maybe we didn't do it. We haven't seen anyone do it. Sometimes we get safe and we say, man, maybe you shouldn't try that. Maybe you shouldn't do that. When they're doing the work and they're out there trying to actively be that, it's okay sometimes to be delusional in your support, especially if you really fuck with the person because you're not going to achieve everything that you want. So you may as well aim high, shoot for the moon, following the stars. That's the old saying, right? So I know one of my objectives in, in in moving around this year and strengthening the bonds that I have with people, I really want to be around supportive people, people that I can support and tell them that they're dope. And don't feel a type of way of them telling me that I'm dope. Like you have to have that in your life. You don't just dealing with the people who I don't want to say reality because that's not the right word, but dealing with people who only can see so far is not as beneficial as it is of dealing with people that will dream with you within reason too, though. Like you don't want somebody that's going to support you delusionally and you're not doing the work, you're not doing the thing, you're not even in the stratosphere of what you're aiming for. And they'd be like, yeah, bro, that sounds cool. You can do that. Like the mixtape rapper back in the day, like your homeboy that used to rap and you would tell him that that shit was dope, but you knew it wasn't. But you didn't want to be that friend that hated on their dreams. <laughs> it's okay to support your homie's dreams, but again, it has to be within reason. And sometimes it can be delusional. I know that sounds like an oxymoron. But it's a fine line to walk, especially in the relationship that we want to build now at this age and stage in life. Another thing Joe and I talked about, and man, has a really dope idea in building an accountability group for black men, being accountability partners for each other, having the, the support of each other and being able to say, hey, you said you were going to do this thing. You haven't done it yet what's going on is everything okay is everything good we need that and it's very hard for us to do that because a lot of times we like to fall into man he's a grown-ass man he can do that shit like i ain't gotta hold this hand nope you do not you don't have to hold their hand you don't have to coddle someone in order to be supportive however if you are supportive in their endeavors and the things that they do, it's okay to hold them accountable as well. Me saying that I want to do podcasting full time, me saying that I want to do this and, and, and make sure that I can get out of corporate America and make this my livelihood in life. I'd love to have someone asking me on a weekly or daily or monthly basis, like, Hey bro, what steps have you taken to get that goal accomplished beyond just continuously saying it like that's good to have. It's good to have those people around to talk to those people that can help you dream big and also can rein you in when you've gone too far or if you've gotten off track and help you bring you back to that track. So you guys be looking out for that accountability partnership or group that that Joe is starting and looking to build. We'll get some information out to the people who are interested, but I think that's going to be a dope thing. Accountability in our space and our demographic is going to go a long way. And it's something that I don't think that we've had a lot of in the past. Hence the positions that we're in now should even the position of this space. The reason that this space, another week in the books works so well is because it is almost an accountability thing. Mo and I have these conversations weekly, people listen to them, and it gives them the courage or it strikes something in them to let them know that they can go out, and have the same conversations with their homeboys, with their wives, with the people that are important to them in their lives. Because. I heard this. It made sense. I, maybe I didn't agree with it, but I understand the benefit of having these conversations with my friends, with my family, with people who I expect a lot out of people who want to achieve a lot. That's the thing that makes Mo and myself work, like I expect a lot out of Mo as he does me, hence the reason that we've putting our trust in each other. We're doing this. I expect a lot out of a b expect a lot out of everybody that I work with as I want them to expect a lot out of me and be supportive of me so that's just a couple of things that was on my mind in the sense of that, make sure you're supporting your homeboys even in a delusional manner sometimes, not too delusional. Make sure that you can keep it real with them as well, but it's not, it's okay to be delusional. And your support for the people that you love, the people that you want to see succeed. Another thing that I saw out there, man, is we tap into the zeitgeist. And of course, I won't keep you long, man. I'm not going to sit here and talk, listen to myself talk for an hour or so, but a quick tap in is what this is going to be about some things that I've just seen out there. One of the things that I saw, that I thought was interesting. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with who Candace Owens is far right political pundit, a lot of Republican talking points that she has. I think she came up on the latest episode of the Joe button podcast. And I'm assuming that he had extended an invitation to her to come there and talk because I saw her response and say, that she loved a chance to come up there because she hardly ever gets to do black media. Red flag. There's a reason that she hardly ever gets to do black media. She's a brilliant young woman. I won't knock her there. She's very smart. I've heard her on Joe Rogan. I've heard her on a couple of things. Don't agree with a lot of the political takes that she has but she does have some interesting takes about black America that can be used for our benefit. What I would hate is for her to go on the Joe button podcast and get those viewpoints off without the proper pushback because someone didn't have the same knowledge of the space that she has. So I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see how it's going to look with Joe sharing his platform with someone like her and how far that will go. Because I've seen a lot of people in the comments saying, Oh, who is Candace Owens? And I've also seen um, people who are fans of hers that will probably go check Joe out. So, I mean, I guess it's a win-win in that sense, as far as expanding your market share and Joe's brilliant at doing that. And I'm sure he'll throw this behind the Patreon paywall. So you guys let me know how that is because I'm not a patron or Patroni. Um, but I, I would love to. I'll take that back. I'm interested to see how that's going to go with him sharing his space with her. I, I'm really interested in seeing that. And I guess it's what you want to do as a podcaster, spark interest. Do you guys think Candace Owens, you think that Joe should extend his platform, have Candace Owens on there? Get in touch with us all the normal ways that you usually do. A W I T B 2020 at Gmail, um, leave comments on the IG page, leave comments in the iTunes store, wherever you listen to the podcast that let us know what you think about that. Another thing that I saw going around was people giving killer Mike shit, man. Killer Mike was a clip resurfaced from his show where he had the Cripple Cola and he was showing the gangs how to be businessmen in that show. That's on Netflix. I can't think of the name of it right now, but a clip was floating around and this little black kid was saying that he wanted to be the president and killer Mike told him that's not going to happen. He should be familiar with what trades are. And he owes it to his family not to dream too big. Hmm. It very very interesting statement right because I just did this whole thing on about being delusional with your people if they're doing the work so why not be delusional with the kid that says he wants to be the president of the United States and let him have that dream who knows how far he makes it with that dream and how where it takes him to or where he falls like you said shoot for the moon, fall in the stars like who knows what his stars will align to be if he's trying to be the president of the United States but there was one problem The kid was not an American citizen. He was born in Canada, hence the reason that Killer Mike told him that he could never be president. Could he be prime minister of Canada? Absolutely he could. But I'm assuming Killer Mike didn't want to talk global politics with a seven year old. So it would simply put, no, you'll never be the president of the United States because in order to be president of the United States, you have to be an American citizen born in America. So people were giving him shit for it. And I I felt like him clapping back on the reasoning saying, well, he's not an American citizen. So I really didn't shit on his dreams. I just gave him some facts. I thought that was (laughs) true killer Mike essence. And it's interesting, man, how the, the rhetoric on killer Mike has changed. I feel like since he first started talking and was in support of Bernie Sanders to what you see it as now. People are questioning him about his stance on police support. He has family members that are policemen. Um, People are questioning his stance on gun rights. Southern boy grew up in Georgia, likes, you know, likes his guns. And those things have gotten a section of black America on the uh, fuck killer Mike train, which I think is crazy. Because he does a lot as well to uplift the community. Like I see the brother doing a lot around Atlanta. He just had a news piece on the news today talking about some of the stuff that he does. So it's it's crazy to see that just because there are a couple of things that some people may not agree with, that they have completely kicked him to the wayside and they like fuck him. I I find that wild, and I think that we need to. There's a place a happy medium that we have to start exploring as far as not thinking that you have to agree or align with everything that someone else says in order for you guys to have a productive endeavor, right? Like I ain't got to agree with everything you think. Like it's, I don't have to agree with everything that you think or do in order for us to be successful together. And I think that, Some of the problem that Killer Mike's run into is that there is no room for discussion in our society nowadays. People think that if you're on this side, then you're an enemy. And if you're on that side, then you're an ally. And that's not necessarily the truth. I would challenge people to dig deeper into what Killer Mike's reasoning is. And I would challenge them on judging him before, they cast him off as someone who's not here for the culture. Next up, man, it was a segment on Fox News. If y'all didn't know Trump dropping the, the January Sixes, the gold January Sixes joints, he dropping some shoes. And there were pundits on Fox News that said, this will register with the black community because let's face it, black people love sneakers. Especially in the inner city. Bruh. There's no way. There's absolutely no way. And I can't believe that Fox gets away with this shit. There's no way that a guy would sit up there with any knowledge of the black community and say, because Trump is dropping some sneakers, that we would vote for him. And the sneakers not even fired. Shoes, some slow. Like no one is going to cop those, dude. What I will say, I was talking to AB about this, and he said that he ran into a dude who said he would buy them, and he thought that they were fire. Who that dude was, or why AB was having a conversation with him, I would never know. I had so many more questions, but I just left it at that. But there's only a thousand pair that's being made, so they're going to be like exclusive, air quotes. And <laughs> what the guy was selling AB is like, man, they may be worth some money someday or something like that. And they don't look that bad. These are his words, not mine. Um, That's completely insane. Black people are not going to go cast a vote for Trump because he dropped out, dropped a pair of shoes, even if they were fire. I don't think that, the, that there is a, a, <laughs> a chance in hell that that would be the reason to get somebody out to the polls. But I do wonder why he would drop these shoes, though. Like, was it somebody in his ear telling him the same thing? Do y'all think that they think that our vote is that easy? Like, I can go to Breakfast Club. I can tell you, hey, man, you're supposed to vote Democrat because you're black. Or I can drop a pair of sneakers. If I'm Kanye West, I can just say I'm running for president. And since I'm black and y'all fuck with my music, y'all should vote for me. I wonder what the people who are running for these political offices really think that the black vote like what's required to get that. And Candace Owens going back to her a little bit. She talks about that a lot. And those are some of her talking points that are very interesting. Which is why I want to see her on Joe's but but seeing Trump drop these shoes and then seeing Fox News piggyback onto Well, black people, this is going to register with them is completely insane. Y'all haven't seen any of those stories, man. Y'all go check them out. Before I get out of here, I just want to update you, give you kind of a state of the union on where I am, Spike and some of the things that we're working on. First and foremost, we have the calm approach, getting ready to launch with Derb. First episode is in the books. Second episode is being recorded. We're going to drop both of those together. Be on the lookout for those in that feed, the podcast feed for a calm approach. And remember, man, it's going to be like another week in the books from a relationship standpoint, man and woman, positive vibes, not $200 date vibes. Not the thing that's pitting us against each other on social media, but more positive stuff, how to work through things, how to acknowledge things. So I look forward to being a helping hand and executive producing that. Also been in my executive production bag on the Is The Mike Salon podcast, which is is great to do. Uh, is The Mike Salon is a entity of the dead end studios um, featuring Mike C-Town, Rod Modest Media, Ken, Beasy, Jalen Producing. And I was brought in to... You know, keep it juicy. Pause, if applicable. Uh, you know, come in with some topics every week that the guys would enjoy, that would engage, have the conversations to be more engaged. In. And it's going great, man. I love working. Mike is one of my favorite people to podcast. Dude is one of the funniest dudes. Easy um, as far as in this space. And I appreciate how he always, like, he sticks to himself. He don't try to do or be to anything outside of what he is and i And I appreciate that about people, same thing with Rod BZ, Ken as well, but Mike is definitely one of my favorite people to podcast with, and the premise for is the mics alone is what goes on in the studio there when the mics are off, what the things that people talk about, what we talk about as content creators when the mics aren't on amongst ourselves, like what type of things do you you know come up in discussion and I was just brought in to enhance that, and I've had a really good time. I've been doing that since December. It's going on month three, four of that. And the the presence has definitely been felt. The spike blue effect. Write that down. Need to promote and market the spike blue effect. But yeah, the spike blue effect has definitely been felt there. And I'm I'm proud that I was able and have been able to do so and will continue to do that. Of course, you know, good earners. We're waiting on Mo to get back until then. Rich and I will be cooking up stuff for you to enjoy uh, not the episode reviews as we usually do, but just different aspects in the Soprano universe that you guys will enjoy. As always, as you heard last week on deck TV is not going anywhere. Every Wednesday, we got the latest and greatest in hip hop for you. Really glad that people reached out to me and told me how much that they enjoyed that interview with AB. Uh, A man rich was in his bag. Like I I look forward to seeing where that brother takes this space and what he does in this space, because I really enjoy his interview skills. He had dirt on that first episode and um, he had dirt and he was in his interview bag going over some stuff. So that, that came out really well. And that's a space that rich, that rich wants to lean into doing the interview thing. So I look forward to seeing him grow and helping him however I can with that. Um, Other than that, man, dead end sports, of course, basketball season is here. Snooze fest. Football is over it's, crying a thug tear about that, but we still do. We still pushing through. We're going to give y'all the latest and greatest in sports each week, unbiased opinions from the dead inside. And you guys can check me out there live. If you don't know on YouTube every Tuesday. And then of course it'll be in your feed by Friday, but tap into that live joint. It's fun. That community is great. We get to have some good conversations about sports that you wouldn't usually hear anywhere else. Other than that, man, seek power, information, knowledge everywhere. That's what Spike means. I'm going deeper and even more in-depth into who the fuck is Spike Ludro. Thank you for that question. Mo, thank you for doubting me, not thinking that I should do this, thinking I should reach out to someone, giving me that push, that Jordan Mamba mentality push to even want to do it even more. Um, I appreciate you guys joining us, tapping into another week in the books each week. Next week, I got a great surprise for you, hopefully, if they come through. I think you guys will really enjoy what's on the deck, excuse me, what's on deck for the next couple of weeks until we get Mo back. If you haven't reached out to Mo yet and congratulated him on having a little one, make sure you do that. Tap into the good earners page or us at the another week in the books page. Uh, Let that young brother know that you're supporting him in in fatherhood and having his first son. Other than that, I'm out. Appreciate everybody that taps in, everybody that loves this. Shoot the ideas of what you may want to hear while Mo is gone. You want some more solo stuff and want me to talk on some more things. I'll do that. If some people you want me to bring on, I'll try to get that done as well. Remember this platform is for all of us. We're co-authoring this book of being black men in today's society and how we can help each other be more accountable have conversations that we don't normally have and just be better overall men in our contributions to society. I am Spike Lou. This is another week in the books. I'm out.